Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avasca Scales, at your disposal. beauty, and beyond. What lies beneath, ladies and gentlemen? Entrepreneurs and master stylist Amber Mellon debuts this episode to voice her sentiments on entrepreneurism, the evolution of the beauty industry, and beyond. Once upon a time, on a runway far away, within the hustling, bustling parameters of Chicago, Illinois, I'd graced the local modeling arena. In brief, I recall gawking at flawless, impeccable, finished photographed portraits of breathtaking African-American beauties. Then, scan the room, dense with girls, a far cry from the rigid standards or bars posed by the fashion modeling industry of that era. Hmm, this is the chosen lot for the fashion show at hand, I asked myself. I shifted my gaze to the blushingly beautiful headshots on the wall then back to the cluster of cackling ladies dispersed throughout the room, then yet again to the photographs, then back at the ladies, then yet again at the photographs, when it occurred to me abruptly that shut the front door, these are the exact same women. A new dawning, an epiphany arose confirming the miraculous magic of cosmetics, makeup artistry coupled with stellar photography, This newfound enlightenment pertaining to the magnitude of literal mass, shades, and colors had altered my perspective of Hollywood icons, often depicted as physically unblemished. However, the advent of modern cosmetics, techniques, and advanced technological imaging and applications has clearly catapulted the beauty industry to elevated tiers. Furthermore, augmented slender waistlines and voluptuous bosoms have graduated to curvaceous hips, thighs, and derrieres, setting the precedent for the new N physique. Hence, the frail, rail-thin bodics has ceased serving as the sought-after look. Please allow me to recap and reiterate the aforementioned point, ladies and gentlemen. Beauty, cosmetic surgery, and body image standards have conclusively and drastically evolved over the past decades. Hence, the status quo and societal norms have reached a new precedent. Coupled with the implementation of accelerated cosmetic and photographic advancements and mediums. Case in point, makeup and technological imaging has transcended the magical realm and ascended to higher tiers as noted previously. Thus, impeccable beauty transformations and artistry has become a phenomenon. With that, I'd like to share a concise original poem I'd scripted for your aesthetic ears titled Facades and Metamorphoses, Behold the Mahogany Swan. 
obscenities, ill shrills and malicious cries emanating from former, former juvenile peers, assailants, fall swiftly upon her muted ears while soulful windows captured a blushingly radiant gaze, birthing an untainted, tantalizing reflection of the vixen, donning the mask, concealing imperfections, spawned by earthy hues, none other than mahogany, dusted with café con leche, mated with scarlet, embellishing silicon-infused lips, seductively extinguishing, negating, scathing insults, embarking upon, attempting to assault, rather, slay, injury to the beauty, doused in the aroma of raw, nude gardenia, posing as alluring white ginger spritzed and sprinkled upon curves spanning from an augmented bosom along the pleasured treasure trail down anterior peaks and valleys of a voluptuous buttocks downward to a handcrafted lush posterior, which beckoned a plethora of men, women, and other, annihilating every morsel of the frail, lackluster creature that formerly prevailed. Our featured guest tonight, Amber Mellon, is with us this evening to bear all on the aforementioned topic during this exclusive interview. Therefore, without further ado, I formally introduce to you Amber Mellon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Recalibrating the Scales radio show, Amber. How are you this Hi, evening? Hi, thank, ha- thank you for having me. I'm honored to be uh, speaking on here today. And mutually, mutually graced and pleasured with your with your, your acquaintance, let alone your presence. It's very, very out. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was a beautiful poem. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. It's um, It'll definitely be a part of my second volume in the making, which, um, that you know, which I have a title that, that I'll, I'll keep under wraps for now. But I'm looking forward to that hitting the shelves of Amazon.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, Amber, can you enlighten our listeners about your scope pertaining to entrepreneurship, your professional undertakings, your craft, and your brand? Yes. So, um, my scope on um, entrepreneurship is uh, I definitely believe that everyone uh, should create their own opportunity uh, that doesn't exist and to be able to create something that they love and enjoy and to be able to have a sustainable living and, um, you know, for something that they absolutely love and enjoy. And I always encourage people um, to start entrepreneurship or start their own business um, because I just think that's just a way to be creative, a way to really get your ideas and whatever is inside of your heart, uh, you know, you create that. And just to be able to uh, have a more fulfilled life and just, you know, just be happy, um, you know, in life with what you're doing and not just, you know, living to to go to work, but you're actually, you know, waking up every day and and feeling like you're living your purpose. And as far as my brand, um, I am a salon owner of Vanity and Bellow, um, cutting edge of hair artistry, and I just really love um, making women feel beautiful on the, on the inside and out. I love to inspire and encourage others. And I just really love just, um, you know, helping people's light shine a little more. As far as my craft, I am a hairstylist and salon owner and makeup artist. 
and I just really, really enjoy, you know, what I do, just helping people um, with a new look, you know, maybe they're going through something in their life, they're looking for a change, and I just feel really honored that people trust me to do that. Um, So, yeah, that's that's pretty much um, about what I do as far as, you know, my brain craft and my beliefs on entrepreneurship. And Amber, I know we've spoken pretty extensively offline, and I'd like to note that you've been immersed in the beauty industry, what I deem to be a pretty substantial amount of time uh, by virtue of your professional career. However, what profound observations and trends have you noted since your induction into or commencement into this arena? And furthermore, how does the new status quo, you know, albeit societal, celebrity, and industry demands to keep up with the Joneses, per se. How does that impact female youth? Yeah, so I have been in the hair industry going on about eight years, and as far as this, uh, the things that I've noticed that have really changed is that we live um, in a very virtual world. Everything um, that you can want to see or learn or find is on social media, and especially as a salon owner, it's really important to stay up to date with social media, um, the way we engage with our audience and how they, you know, perceive our brand. It's just there's been a new way created to talk to people, um, especially I, I feel like the days of walk-ins in the salon and barbershops are kind of, kind of over. Um, just because that more people are relying on, you know, social media and reviews. You know, you have Yelp, you have Google, and a lot of people are wanting to know what they're getting into before they actually go in, into a salon. So, um, you know, me being a new business owner, I have found that my salon is growing by word of mouth or reviews. Those have tend to really help me in uh, really haven't really seen any walk-ins. I would say um, back in the day, you know, you could depend on walk-ins and people would just walk in a salon and see if they could get an appointment or book an appointment, but everything is so much online. And we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have Twitter, so many different social media platforms, so many artists and, uh, you know, salon owners and makeup artists and whatever profession or business you own, are really, you know, putting their business online to try to attract their audience to come in. Pictures on Instagram, whether by interaction and entertainment on YouTube, um, you know, or whether it's having a, a a platform to speak on on Twitter. So I think those things are, are really important. And as far as the trends, um, one of the new trends that I'm that I'm actually a part of is the uh, salon suite trend. Um, so we, we're seeing this new thing where we're taking uh, the regular ideal size of owning a salon, a big full-on salon, and we're making it smaller, and we're allowing uh, artists, hair artists, to actually run their own salon on a smaller scale. And if that's something that they're into and, they're, they, you know, they really don't enjoy, you know, working with other hairstylists, maybe because of, that experience they they have had with working with coworkers or working with others, and you know that really gives them the opportunity to be able to create a space that they can create for their customers and themselves, where they can really enjoy 
um, you know, what they love to do without, you know, so much interaction from any outside forces. And as far as the new status quo on, on young women, I really think now in this day and age that a lot more women are opening up businesses, they're working for themselves, they're creating things, and, you know, we have a lot of women that are, um, you know, doing really big things as far as whether it be starting their own YouTube channel, whether it be selling a product, whether they be in the actual uh, workforce, a government job. I just think women are just really stepping out there and trying to be the best and, you know, creating those opportunities that they don't see or really working hard um, to climb that ladder of success. Okay. Do you notice any um, – those are definitely uh, the upsides, the pros of of all the aforementioned industry that you've spoken of. Yes. Are there any downsides um, that you've worked – trends that you've noted, and particularly with the female, the younger female demographic? Some of us are female young teens and young girls in regards to uh, the societal – you know, the, the pressure to conform to the yes. physique. Yes, definitely. Um, because of social media, like you said, I've talked about the upsides, but there are definitely uh, negative aspects of that. Uh, I think there's like an overcrowding on social media of just different um, different brands and people marketing this to you and different pictures and different Im- images. And um, the younger millennials coming up, you know, they are basically born with a cell phone in their hand. So they are constantly uh, being bombarded with so many different things, and especially as far as the way women look. I definitely think this is a downside to the beauty industry and um, just the way women perceive themselves as far as their body, as far as what they perceive as beautiful. So I really think it's important um, for, you know, young girls to maybe choose to follow uh, you know, strong women. One of the the women that I like right now that is out on um, really big on social media and speaking about loving yourself and you know our imperfections actually make us beautiful is Ashley Graham. She is a super plus size model, and I think it's important for women to kind of uh, pick and choose who they're going to follow. You know, who who is speaking to them, who is encouraging them. To, to help them love what's different about them, to help them love, you know, whatever uh, pant size they wear or however, they're, however they look. Because um, we have reality TV shows and we have music. And, you know, they're basically telling us what we should look like, you know, how we should dress, what's pretty, you know, how long our hair needs to be, you know, how full our lips needs to be, how big our, our butt needs to be. And this is definitely having a pack. Uh, on younger women and uh, young adult women as well. And I I think it's just important to learn to love who we are, our imperfections, and to really just uh, make make sure we're following the right people because if we're following people who are constantly putting the superficial images up, then we're probably going to always be comparing ourselves to them um, and trying to strive to be perfect like them when, uh, you know, the women who are being portrayed in these things are not perfect themselves because they've been having work done. Like you said, they have the extra makeup on. Uh, A big thing in the makeup industry is highlighting and contouring, and you can just do so much 
you know, with a woman's face, and they look totally different. And I think what we need to realize is we don't see, you know, what's going on behind the scenes, what's going on, you know, behind all of this this the stuff that women are doing. So I really think uh, as older women, we should encourage our daughters to love themselves, to, to realize that their imperfections makes them beautiful, and to really encourage them to follow, you know, women who are different, women who are speaking out on, you know, being different and, you know, being standing out in the crowd and just really loving who you are. Now, I don't um, judge anyone who wants to cosmetically you know, alter their body, but I do feel like going down that path can, you know, be difficult and may end up being dark because, you know, you know, you change this, then maybe the next thing you might try to find something else on you that you feel like you need to change, and then this you need to change, and it just it keeps on going to this, um, you know, kind of shameful self-image, you know, that women are doing. So um, I think it's just important. There's no way around of uh, – social media and stopping people from looking at social media, but I just think it's important that we follow the right platforms and the right women who are being positive and who are encouraging women to be them best selves. I must wholeheartedly agree with you. In fact, as, as you're speaking, I'm, I'm being t- I'm taken back to it was a very decadent event that I had the pleasure of indulging in. It was a midnight brunch, in fact, and there was a young lady who's a pretty talented um, small-scale designer. She was actually donning one of her creations. And Mm -hmm. uh, she alluded to her having plastic surgery. She was very open about it. I know that that's Mm -hmm. something new. Right. It was a time very hushed. You know, it was forbidden to talk about your, you know, you're getting nip-tucked per se, but now I've even heard that, Women are getting together and make it, hey, let's have a girl's trip to get plastic surgery. Let's get our glutes and our, you know, busts, you know, done. Let's get snatched or whatever the term may be. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, how that's evolved. Um, but in, in the comment that the young lady made was, oh, I'm going to need, she basically referred to me having to have a redo. That's something oh, wow. that a lot okay. of people can think about. You're going to have to, you know, basically get your tune-up, your cosmetic Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She just joked about it, mentioning that she wanted one of her children to basically become a, a cosmetic surgeon for that reason. So that she can get, yeah, her, she can um, get her. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of women are definitely, um, you know, being open about it. That's what I do not judge, you know, I feel like if a woman really, 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 really wants to change something about her, you know, it's just bringing her down and she just feels like she has to, you know, I, I definitely, you know, don't judge, but I, I do think it's important um, that before we go to the, the plastic surgic, the surgic route that we do try, you know, a healthy way or the natural way, because I think it's important for our younger, younger daughters and other women around us to see that, you know, this can be done. You know, what if someone doesn't have the money to get the plastic surgery? You know, uh, everyone has something on them that they want to change. I have stuff on me I want to change, you know, but I'm so empowered and enlightened when I see, you know, women on Instagram who are doing it the natural way, you know, who are not doing it the quick and easy. And we live in such a instant gratification society, you know, that's what, what it's all about. And like you said, people are open about plastic surgery. People are open about 
you know, fake hair. You know, I wear wigs. I love wigs. I will get wigs as an accessory, like a hat or a bracelet or a watch. I always have, you know, and I'm very open about that. And so, and I, I just think it's an industry where everyone's showing, you know, the, the tips and the tricks and all of this. And, and there are even plastic surgeons on Instagram, you know, who are who are kind of like showing you, you know, this is how these models get done. This is how they look. So I think it's just a matter of what it is that you feel is most important in your life. You know, what what is most important to you? You know, how do you want to go about changing it? Do you want to instantly change it because, you know, that's just the route you want to go? Or do you want to go the healthier route and maybe inspire the same issue as you, you know, to help them to get to where you're going? So I think that's, um, you know, very important. I think it's just a matter of choice and your outlook on it. But I, I, I definitely uh, don't judge anyone who does it. I just appreciate the women who do do it the natural way and because, um, you know, it helps other women who might not have the money or the resources to be able to get those same things as well. Yeah, which is pretty, which is very level-headed advice. I'm, yes. I'm definitely mm-hmm. an advocate of, of sweat equity, as I refer to, it, getting in the gym and <laughs> doing it the old-fashioned way, so... Right. And and, right. What you, and what you what you've just conveyed actually ties into one of the questions I was going to pose you, which was how can a healthy equilibrium be attained regarding beauty and body image? And also how can one's physical authenticity be sustained versus tarnished? And you've you've all, you've embarked upon that, you've touched upon that. But is there anything you'd like to add in a nutshell? Um yes, so um I guess besides the, uh, as far as like the beauty aspect, I think there's also another thing as far as um, entrepreneurship and working for yourself, being self-employed. There's also an instant gratification on that aspect as well. And there's so much that is real and not real. And I think it's just important to learn that, you know, being successful is not easy, it is not quick, and it's not overnight, and that, um, you know, it is a lot of hard work involved, and there's so much, there's so much people can do online, like, you know, as far as Photoshop, and it's the same way with someone who's aspiring to market themselves a certain way, or portray themselves a certain way, like they have it all, you know, you can you can take a picture by, you know, a Bentley or, or a BMW and it, it, can, it can be like it's yours or, you know, you could take a picture in a mansion and it's not yours, you know. So I think we live in a generation where it's hard to differentiate, you know, what's real and um, what's not. And I just want the viewers to, um, to learn and, and know that my personal testimony working for myself and just striving to be successful, um, it hasn't been an easy road. However, it's been a lot of lessons that I have learned. I've had a lot of experiences, and I think my past experiences from working from other places definitely um, pushed me to where I am now. But I, I know that it's no fast road to success, and I think it's important to, when we're on these platforms and we're engaging in social media, that it's definitely okay to be inspired by by others. But I think it's just so important that we make sure that we keep our identity, our true identity, who we are, and to make sure that we're being original with whatever that we're, whatever we're doing. Because I think now it's so easy to copy, it's so e- easy to jump on the bandwagon with something, and you know to 
to to kind of compare ourselves to others because we might feel like this person is living a certain way and we're not. And I just want the viewers to understand that it's, it's very important to to think about your own journey because everyone's journey is different and it's not fair to compare ourselves because there's so many different obstacles and different roads that each person had to take to get to where we are. And so I think that we should just always, um, you know, keep that dream, that vision in, um, in front sight and just continue to work hard to, to get there and uh, the money will come. So I think it's just important to enjoy the journey, the process, and all the mistakes that you're going to make because, you know, we are going to make mistakes on the road to success. But just enjoy um, the road along and, and not beat yourself up, you know, for not getting there so quickly or not not being where this person is at or this person at because it seems like, you know, they're living it big and taking private jets and all that stuff. It's so easy to get caught up in that. But that uh, true success is, uh, you know, who we are, our morals, the impact that we have on people, you know, how we're, you know, portraying ourselves, how people are in, inspired, and then that they can take that and create their own success story as well. And for for anyone who's listening, how can our listeners contact and or follow you? Yes, so they can uh, email me at vanityembello at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram uh, as Amber Mellon, and Vanity and Bello is also on Instagram. And I also have another platform on YouTube as well where, where I give um, inspiration, motivational advice, kind of like it's uh, my experiences working for myself. It's, uh, YouTube is very therapeutic for me, so they might enjoy that. And I'm also on Facebook, too, as well under Amber Mellon, and they can find Vanity and Bello on Facebook, too, as well. All right. Well, there you've heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Please stay connected. She's definitely, definitely, definitely an entity worth remaining in contact with. So I implore you all to to sincerely please follow her. She's very talented, and she is a master at all of her craft. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Oh, I couldn't be more sincere. We've got a a couple minutes remaining. Um, If you had any final questions for me. Or anything you'd like to ask me, this is we have a moment for a power. Some of our quick fire questions, if if you'd like. Uh, well, uh, I guess you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you for this opportunity for um, having me. This is my first podcast, and I just think that is so cool that you have a podcast and you have a platform like this. And I guess you can tell, you know, any uh, new listeners because I I did contact some of my family and friends who are listening. Um, and I guess you can answer their question, you know, what other topics or what do you have coming up next if they want to continue to listen to your uh, podcast platform. And I'm always soliciting for topics, ladies and gentlemen. Please, by all means, stay connected uh, via social media or to contact me via the very platform itself. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you. And uh, the 30 seconds that we have remaining. Well, actually, pardon me. Do you have any, do you have any final questions? I'm going to give you that last, that last bit of the floor. Um, I don't, I don't think I have any questions. I just, I, I guess I just want to leave with this is just, you know, for women to, if there's something that you want to do, um, do it, don't wait. There's no perfect time. And to step out on faith, um, you put the hard work in and you, 
you trust God and he'll take the rest and get you to where you want to be. And uh, all things will come together in time, just like how you want them to. If you trust and believe in you, make sure you put the hard work in. Sound advice indeed, ladies and gentlemen, men and women alike, male, woman, child and beast, please take note. Please take note. Yes. Yes, to the men too. I'm sorry to leave the men out. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can hang tight for just a brief moment. I would like to incessantly extend my utmost sincere gratitude to Amber Mellon for lending her wisdom, expertise, and personal testimony to this broadcast. In addition, I'd like to commend my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, as always, coupled with all of the droves of magnifying and avid listeners spanning and speckling the globe. Once again, I humbly implore your continued listenership as this radio platform and movement as I rests upon your very shoulders. Please continue to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and every consecutive Wednesday via WCOM 103.5 Community Radio Station of Chapel Hill in Carborough, North Carolina, alongside this very medium. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez-Scale, signing off. Thank you.